1: On today's Going In Raw News Brief, a WWE superstar claims this is the golden age of wrestling, an indie favorite is confirmed as next in line for Cody's TNT title open challenge, and we preview tonight's SmackDown. But first, we're hearing that Vince McMahon is on a mission to create new stars. Larson,
2: what's in the news? Uh, you know, with declining ratings for both Raw and SmackDown, the norm during the pandemic slash empty arena era, and with Bruce Pritchard replacing Paul Heyman as executive director of Raw, there was a bit of chatter online that WWE would focus on established talent to help bring those ratings back up. But on the heels reports earlier this week, seemed to indicate that Vince wasn't stressing about WWE's ratings woes. Dave Melser is reporting in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter that Vince is building for the future. Mm. The Wrestling Observer himself stated, quote, What is notable is that Vince McMahon actually has said that since Mania is over, with a lot of guys missing due to COVID and other reasons, that this is the time where they have to make new stars, which seems to contradict most of the actual creative that is going
1: on. Yeah, if you look at uh, the main event of Raw this past week, uh, Big Show versus Randy Orton, not exactly a couple of new spring stars. chickens.
2: New stars, sp- man. <laughs> Ric Flair has been on Raw programming. See, what, this way, that's how you have to look at this. So Randy Orton, legend, legend killer Randy Orton back in the day, new star, right? Yeah. That's what oh, really yeah. sent him the main event. Yeah. They're just circling back to that old gimmick, which made him a new star. Therefore, he's a new new star. Yeah.
1: I- I could see it from both. Number one, Vince being on a mission to do anything is uh, a a flawed premise, given that his missions seem to come and go on a
2: whim. That's the issue. He'll have a mission one day, and the next day he'll wake up, and his next mission will be the exact opposite of what his previous mission was.
1: You could kind of see some of that maybe like for example Matt Riddle's been given a pretty big you know uh call up to the main roster uh with a pretty high profile victory over AJ Styles and he lost last week but uh but I mean you could you can kind of see it I don't know if there's much proof in the pudding although he also wasn't it in the Wrestling Observer I I read this and I'll have to source it but did you read anything about a the idea that Daniel Bryan and Edge are mm, both that highly... Was the, that
2: was from Newsletter as well. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, they are more or less part of the, the creative
1: team these days. I mean, you could consider that as... It, backstage anyways is mm-hmm. handing over creative influence to... I'm not going to say younger guys, but certainly guys who haven't... Been involved in creative before that we've heard of. I mean, well, at
2: least in an official capacity. In an official, Daniel Bryan has a lot of say over his own creative.
1: It seemed that way since, yeah, for a little while for Daniel Bryan, especially since he returned. It seems like Mm -hmm. they sort of let him do what he wants. Um, But that gets—I mean, you know—he had the WWE Championship for a spell. I mean, that's a pretty big—that's a pretty big profile to have creatively speaking. Um, So, what do you
2: think of? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that that was. Go ahead. I was thinking. You know, you—you could probably mention. You know some newer up-and-coming talent that they focused on. Uh, Apollo Crews won the U.S. title. Yeah. Uh, Andrade and Angel Garza have been a serious focus on Raw. Um, uh, the
1: Prophets, War Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the flip yeah. side of
2: that, though, is uh, they haven't really done anything with Aleister Black of consequence. He's involved, but he's involved uh, more as a proxy as opposed to him being in his own storyline. That's about him and his own uh, uh, competitive nature his own rivalry with somebody else
1: so for one thing I, I agree I agree but you did I mean look we just rattled off six names at least just on Raw yeah just on Raw and uh, and then you know a couple more on on Smackdown and yeah maybe Aleister Black just isn't one of the guys that Vince sees much in that's a possibility um, and he sees stuff in Street Profits, War Raiders in uh, Angel Garza in Andrade and those kind of guys the thing is though So, over on on Raw, we've got uh, the Hurt Business, which is three old-timers. You know, Mm -hmm. they're all over 40. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're entering into a feud, seemingly, right now, with three other younger guys. You've got Ricochet. You've got Cedric Alexander. You've got Mustafa Ali, now, who made his Raw debut since being traded to SmackDown. Those Mm -hmm. are three young guys. Mm -hmm. If you want to make them stars, Larson, what do you have to do? Let them win. Let them win. Let them win. And... You know the street profits; they're the champions right now. The War Raiders are always up there; they're they're featured. Um, Garza and Andrade, I could see them become a new tag champions. Uh, But yeah, you need to have you need to have the younger guys go over the older guys. You need to have if you're going to build up Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre has got to come out of the if if that's the deal. If if they're going to do Randy versus Drew. Even if it's not at SummerSlam, even if SummerSlam is, is their you know second act, which ends badly for Drew, Drew's going to have to come back and get that rub from Randy Orton in exactly. order to build new stars. And hopefully that's in the plans.
2: Um, Here's but another yeah. way to, to do it as well is, is we've seen glimpses, maybe a hint of some sort of thing happening between Orton, Andrade, Angel Garza. Uh, you want to help build up Andrade and Angel Garza? Yeah, give him some wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, have him form a faction with Randy Orton? Mm hmm. Yeah. Especially the run uh, Orton's on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I could I could see it. I could
1: see. Look, they have just between their two main roster shows. they have got five hours of content every week and you can see a little bit of both. I mean, they're trying to bring in ratings by featuring Randy Orton versus Big Show, which obviously didn't work mm-hmm. um, at the mean. In, in the same time, they're spotlighting younger stars. I could see that being the thing. I do kind of wonder this is this is probably not on their minds, but you have to wonder, is now the time to do that? are these are these stars going to be and there's there's no way around this. There's no way around this. But given that we're in such a crap state of affairs right now, mm-hmm. I'm just spitballing. Would crowds associate success right now? as something that deserves an asterisk? Um, th- there's no fans, it's weird, it's not great, it's a down period for wrestling. Are people gonna associate the Street Profits as tag team champions uh, in a negative way because of like when the success is
2: coming? Uh, I don't think so, because here's the thing, if, if, if a certain wrestler or a certain tag team achieve a great level of success, kayfabe, winning titles, winning matches, Etc., um, but also at the same time, find a great deal of success connecting with viewers at home. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no fans to play off of, there's, no, there's not that immediate reaction for the wrestlers or for people backstage to gauge interest. Mm-hmm. So, if you know, we go another six, eight, 12 months with uh, things the way they are before we get back in front of fans and Street Profits come out and it's the loudest pop you ever heard.
1: Yeah. Because they uh, yeah. manage
2: to connect with fans through the television. Yeah. Um, then I mean I guess it's 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 it, it could be a potential barometer of how well certain talents are projecting their characters, their charisma, their abilities through the camera lens mm-hmm. on the TV screens to viewers at home. Yeah, rather than getting see... that immediate feedback in the arena.
1: There's been I mean the only the only sort of proof With that, I can see right now in terms of tangible evidence to suggest that uh, stars are being sort of created uh, in the way that they want is Bayley and Sasha. Because, I mean, you know, when they're on NXT, NXT beat uh, AEW in the overall viewership. Mm -hmm. Um, When they're not on NXT, we saw what happens this week. Mm -hmm. Um, So you see stuff like that and you see okay well they're doing this properly in a couple of ways I think that they're going to get a big shot and you're right I mean there's nothing they can do about it there's no fans you know and what are they going to do like they honestly they have more young talent now than they have oh I mean how many there aren't that many edges injured now you can't rely on him um, so yeah I don't know I mean I think it's 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 a good idea so far I really I mean I really like the segment between Hurt Business and, and Cedric and, and mm-hmm. Ricochet and Mustafa All this past week mm-hmm. it's just we have to make sure that you know they look really good coming out of all this in the end. Otherwise, yep. you're kind of doing it for naught. If dude, I want to see Ricochet and Cedric and Mustafa Ali doing all this crazy stuff in the ring, so that when the fans do come back, they will get that big pop. Mm-hmm. Street profits are going to be. I think the street profits are the perfect way perfect way to kick off when you've got eight thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand a billing. Street profits. That song. Uh, they're you know uh, partying with the with the crowds, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I think they're going to be over. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, you know, they got a lot of young talent, and uh, yeah, some of it's not gonna, some of it's gonna end up on the short end of the stick. Like seemingly, Alistair Black at this point, that still boggles my mind.
2: That I mean, he's got everything, man. He's, he's got, got everything. All. He could he's be, he
1: could, he could be a main eventer. Yeah, he could. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, speaking of uh, the time of wrestling in which we're living in now, uh, a certain WWE wrestler seems to think that this is, in fact, the golden age of wrestling. Because, according to a recent tweet, Seth Rollins. Is seemingly of the opinion that wrestling today is the best wrestling. Here is what the Monday night Messiah had to say from coast to coast and sea to sea. I don't know if there's ever been this much incredible wrestling going on at one time, taking nothing away from past generations. They inspired and paved the way, but we're damn sure keeping up and then some hashtag iron sharpens iron hashtag the golden age. Um, so here's my question about this. Uh huh. Was this tweet saved to his drafts from like the first all out or the first double or nothing? And maybe he was sending it out then to say, hey, look at all the stuff that's going on around the world. Not just here, but look at AEW. Look at New Japan. Look at WWE. Look at everything we're doing. Yeah. Because right now it's a really weird time.
2: Yeah, to no, I understand send that, that out. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, when I read this, I didn't interpret it as on uh, July 24th, 2020, on this date, wrestling's the best it's ever been. On this day, I interpret it as this era of wrestling. Uh, you know, uh, this group of incredibly talented men and women have elevated professional wrestling to heights it's never seen before. And I think from an in ring perspective, he's a hundred percent right. I think the in ring product across the board has never been better. Um, Star power isn't what it was in the past, but that's something else. I don't think it's a lack of talented uh, uh, men and women um, in in all the various companies. I think there's a lot of people um, that could uh, uh, transcend wrestling, become huge mainstream stars. It's just uh, the opportunity may not necessarily be laid out before them to take the steps to get to that point. I think you're um,
1: probably right. I think what he means is there is more overall talent on the planet right now than there ever has been. <laughs> I just think it's funny because, dude, you know, obviously before pandemic, you know, there is a stretch thanks to social media and given how much independent wrestling there was in the world every single weekend. Every weekend when another big high profile or even not high profile indie show would run and there would be some gifable moment that just trends on Twitter or goes throughout wrestling Twitter. And it's like, man, and you just you you honestly you have this thought. There's so much great wrestling happening in the world right now Mm -hmm. between all the big companies on the planet and all the little companies on the planet with all the hungry wrestlers trying to build their names. And doing it through things like Twitter or YouTube or whatever. That's when I felt that way. These days, I'm like, man, it sucks that everybody in the independent world has to stay at home. I mean, I know Ring of Honor, they're starting to run like, you know, empty shows, I think. Uh, uh, Impact is Ring of Honor
2: is Ring of Honor. I heard anything about Ring of Honor uh, starting back up yet. I thought they were
1: running empty arena shows. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Uh, obviously impact is running shows and that got a lot of buzz this past weekend with slam Um, You know, AEW's obviously doing a bang up job and everybody in WWE, all the workers do a really good job there. So, uh, so yeah, I think, I think, Hey, it's a really positive thing that mm-hmm. he has said. It's just right now. When I think of the golden age of wrestling, like, man, there's so many people sitting at home right now and it may, and it bums me out right now. It, for me, it's kind of a bummed out period of wrestling. So uh, so, anyways, but I don't know. Let us know what you guys think in the comments yeah. below. I the I Seth's said, I spot
2: on. I think if you know he's referring to the level of talent across the board, I think he's 100% right if that's the case. The level of talent across the board is off the charts, man. Off I just
1: wonder what he was watching
2: you know, as maybe far he, as maybe, what the Maybe he saw was. this next thing we're going to talk about and was like, wow, look at this. Uh, you know, An independent wrestler who may have been just sitting at home. Now he's getting a huge opportunity. Yeah. Uh, so people have been asking for it. Arn Anderson even mentioned this wrestler's name when at some thing the uh, topic of potential challengers was broached. But today, AEW made it official. Indie wrestling sensation War Horse will challenge Cody for the TNT Championship next Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, Cody reacted to the news by tweeting, quote, You asked for it. AEW is giving it to you. And then he says also, but I predict this won't be long. He doesn't get outside of five minutes with me. Warhorse responded to Cody by tweeting, in all caps, Cody said, "I can kick his ass and take his belt in five minutes." Oh wow, wow! I wonder if that's a shoot.
1: <laughs> he got an email from Cody. Hey, good hey, news!
2: You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna squash me in five minutes to take this belt. Uh huh. <laughs> so, but like, they're 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 moving the goalposts. So it's not so much can Warhorse win TNT title is can he last five minutes with Cody Rhodes? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was trying to see uh, in the comment section. Of the our AEW review, I think yeah. I laid out a predictions challenge to see, yeah, who do you think is going to be the next challenger? I'm trying to see if anybody actually, somebody this morning after this was announced,
2: goes in <laughs> re- there and says, responded
1: War Horse. with Warhorse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So I'll have to take a look at that and see who wins uh, mm-hmm. that prize, whatever that prize will be. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is cool, man. This is really neat. This is going to be, it get, is really neat. You it's, know, it's
2: great that AEW's given. Uh, you know wrestlers who otherwise might not Have a whole lot of options an opportunity To showcase their skills on a pretty large Stage I yeah. think that's great I mean we yeah. saw I mean Eddie Kingston's been around for Almost two decades mm-hmm. he's an Established name uh, in independent Ranks I know he was an impact uh, He was just in, on in uh, NWA uh, but I would wager That uh, Dynamite this past week has made the largest Platform he's ever had to showcase his abilities and yeah, he probably. hit an absolute home run yeah he did he was totally. great um, um so i, I love they're doing this i think it's fantastic i agree uh
1: so that begs the question though now that because warhorse was like the big one that everybody's like when is this going to happen when is this going to happen now that that's done i want to know what the friendos think who do you want to see after that do you want a guy do you guys want to see do your friendos want to see More AEW get shots at this TNT title? More AEW wrestlers get shots at these titles? Or do you want to see AEW continue to look outside of their own company for Open Challenge opponents for Cody? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, Tonight, we've got uh, SmackDown, and there are three preview items. Uh, First up, we've got Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah, probably in the main event. Yeah, this is guaranteed the main event. (laughs) Jeff Hardy and
2: Sheamus are going to throw down in a bar fight. Ooh. Uh, Naomi set to continue the conversation on Miz TV. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh, hey, what if that
1: Booker T thing was just to work to get to get Naomi like even more of a platform for the Naomi deserves better hashtag. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Ooh. know. Uh, and then finally, uh, the ad, the draw: Bailey and Sasha Banks set to address the championship landscape. Uh, wait a second. When is that match happening? Which match? The uh, Sasha versus Oscar one for the Raw Championship.
2: That's on. That's on Raw next week.
1: Oh Raw! Oh. <laughs> God, Bailey and Sasha are every episode of WWE these days. Brand Brand Invitational.
2: <laughs> that's already out the window. I, yeah,
1: I'm down. Da- I'm down with that. I love them. I think they're great. Uh, I just watched the other day. Uh, somebody posted a video. I, maybe it's the anniversary of, uh, or maybe not. Of uh, Bailey's uh main roster call up at battle. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that battleground pay per view that she mm-hmm. came to? Mm-hmm. Oh man, the pop, the pop for that was just obscene. It was so great, and you can just tell Sasha was so incredibly, genuinely excited mm-hmm. for that moment. It was really mm-hmm. terrific. Yeah, I, I love them both. Remember that, they're great. Anyways, uh, hopefully, you guys will join us for our SmackDown recap and review tonight live on the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson usually we go live uh between uh yeah, usually
2: around 7 30 or so
1: around 7 30 or so yeah so uh, be sure to follow us at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it uh yeah uh until next time we'll talk to you later goodbye